Welcome back to another episode of the Dark One Podcast. I'm Kyle. And I'm Matt. And Matt, what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about the Bunyip. The Bunyip. The most fun name. And for whatever reason, I always thought it was a bunny rabbit. I also did. I literally thought it was some kind of like were rabbit. That's what I thought because it's half bunny and then it's ip. Yeah. Bunny yep. Yip sounds like a small dog to me too. What is it also known as? Because I, I don't like saying hard words, but... Let's see if you have it. Do you have what else it's known as? Oh, no. The Cayenne Pratty. Oh, geez. Cayenne Pratty. No, I did not know that. Kia and Pratty. That's news to me. (laughs) It's Kia and Pratty. Kia and Pratty. I don't know. Anyway, so I discovered that the bunyip has its roots traced back, at least the word bunyip. To the Wemba Wemba. <laughs> yeah, or the Wurgia people. The Wurgia people. Well, that's the language. Is that the people? Or is it just the language? What? I don't know, man. I don't know if we really at the same Wikipedia thing, but I just tell you, my copy and paste skills are not great. That's funny. I have bad copy paste skills because I'm one of those weird people that types it instead of just copy pasting it. Oh, I write everything. Mistakes get made. Yours are worse. Anyway, they are the Aboriginal people of Southeastern Australia. Which, when you were growing up, did you think Australia was upside down? No, I think... I thought it was the other way, because I thought it was supposed to look like the United States, because oh, if you hold it upside down, it kind of does. I have to look. I never thought the other that. way. I always thought Ireland was on the other side of England. I didn't... I knew Australia, though. Really? Yeah. I also thought that New Zealand was on the bottom, because I thought islands had to be on the bottom of things. Oh. Like but it's a like, dot under an exclamation point. Yeah, but it's like way up top. <laughs> I thought it was directly to the west, or east. I think, yeah, no, that's what I thought, but it's like up north. Really? It's like above it, yeah. Hmm. Um, every, every day is a school day. <laughs> every day. And also, these are probably not real facts, and these are things that I'm remembering from small bits of information that I think that I learned. But I did watch a TV show that was all about Norse gods that took place in New Zealand, and it was great, and I forget what it's called. Something Jackson's, Johnson's, the Almighty Johnson's, that's what it was called. Anyway, have you seen that? I have not. You should, because it made me almost move to New Zealand. And by almost move to it, I mean, I actually looked it up, but it's like hard to move out of a country. Yeah. There's a lot of like licenses involved. And sometimes they don't want you if you don't have like the right kind of job. Yeah. Or a skill. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, it's usually translated to mean the devil or evil spirit, but the true meaning may have been lost due to colonialism. Yeah, a lot of things I saw said the farther you go back, it could just mean any kind of water spirit. Uh, further I went back, it just meant a mythic great man. And oh, it wasn't a bad guy. Yeah, the uh, the Boonjil. The Boonjil. Yeah, he, uh, they said he was a like just listed as a, a great man who yeah. made mountains. A mythical great man. He sounds like a demigod. A mountain-making man. Sounds like a volcano. <laughs> you know what? Does Australia have volcano? They have everything else that's terrible. And I always assume it's an island because it's not big enough to be anything else. But that's an insult. I mean, Earth's an island in space. Is it? It's a, a too part- existential. It's, it's a particle. We're just like one piece of a virus that's floating around the universe. Anyway. <laughs> um. So the more I was like looking at this, it's changed, but like originally, like what I thought like was looking at it, like this just reminded me of a Kelpie. 
Okay. Because yeah, it's yeah. like basically a mythical swamp monster that turns, well, based off how many different things people have referenced, like Kelpies used to like turn into something to trick people into coming into the water. Yeah, and then pull you down in. Yeah, usually it was a horse, but like it, it was other things, just like sexy naked ladies or stuff. But um, yeah, and then it would turn Works into tar monster and pull you down. Um, and it's it it was used in the same way here, where it was used to keep people away from inland waters. And my new favorite word, which I didn't think was what this meant, but it does apparently, um, billabongs. Yeah, which I I just thought that was a skater thing, yeah, company yeah. for drugs. Yeah, I thought like it was an, an a inland, drug reference for inland, skater clothes, like water thing. Yeah. They um, it it really does tie back into like. It kind of like feels like a folklore to like teach them or like a folk tale to, to teach them the to be or at least to be safe around the water. Like keep your eyes out. Oh, you know, when you live somewhere where something could come out of the water and bite you or you could fall and be caught up by a current, you could hit your head on a rock and drown. You want your kids to be safe. Yeah. Well, especially when you live in a place with like crocodiles and snake monsters and all yeah. the shit that's actually there. That's terrifying. Yeah. When you go to a hotel in Australia, you have to check your boots for things that'll kill you i imagine you before know, being after in, you get in the hotel imagine being in the bush you know what i mean yeah um and so like but it's even funnier is like the amount of animals that they've like like australia has all these terrible things and it could easily just be a crocodile yeah but they're like or scientists were like or you know it's kind of close to the ocean what if it's a dolphin <laughs> or, or a shark or a dugong or dugong? Uh, Australia has the largest population of dugongs. They're dugong? man, like manatees. Okay, yeah, I saw seals. Yeah, and like seals too. All all, all, kind, all manners of things that swim in the ocean. And I'm like, well, that'd be weird. I guess that would throw off people that have never seen them before. But you imagine being like in the middle of like a lake, in the middle of a country, and you get eaten by a shark. Yeah, that how would, do you explain that? I would be very mad. They said <laughs> I'm trying to look up a year. But like I'm in a river and I got bit by a shark, and I'm not even near the ocean today. Yeah, the folk like folk retellings say before the southeastern rivers were dammed and the water levels would rise, that these like brackish waters, like you said, they would just swim from one to another. The water goes back down. They're like, shit, I'm in a lake. Well, you hear about stuff like that all the time. Like, aren't there like freshwater dolphins in South America or something? I believe like that? so. Aren't they? The, they're pink. Yeah, and they swim with rivers like river and stuff. dolphins. Yeah, but yeah. I've also heard like stuff like that happening with like saltwater dolphins too. Yeah, well, bull sharks can live in rivers if they're brackish enough, and they make the transition. And like they're like, I breathe just regular water now. Yeah, it, you know, cold turkey. <laughs> I'm quitting salt, guys. I'm gonna go over there. <laughs> I got cooler fish. I saw one underneath with like a dangly light or whatever. Because Delaware has angler fish. I was gonna say that's definitely deep sea ocean. Yeah. <laughs> But no, so there's a Delaware. I thought people call anglers there. No, that's I a deep, swear. that's a deep sea. Fish. I know, but I swear they have muskies. You're a muskie. Anyway, so like, like the, another thing it could have been used for was to warn people of these weird animals. Yeah, yeah. Um, because like you imagine you're like you see a shark and you do know what a shark is. You're like, yo, I don't know how to explain that to other people because we don't have a word for it. There's a monster over there. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I wonder how many mythical creatures started off as just somebody trying to explain an animal that they hadn't seen yet. You imagine the first time somebody, like, ran up on a cow, they're like, oh, a fucking terrifying giant monster thing with horns. Like, that, there's no way you wouldn't be scared yeah. of a cow. Especially, like, wild ones, because they're, you know, twice as big. How about the shaggy ones? They have, like, long hair, and then those big horns are, like, someone turned into a monster and is coming to get me. <laughs> um, 
I mean, like they thought out about like gorillas and stuff too. Like they were like monsters, and then it turns out they were real. That's why Bigfoot could be real. Probably yeah. not. Probably a skinwalker. I mean, the, what, one of the there's like one of the names for orangutan mean or or the word orangutan means like man of the forest or old man in the forest. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Congo ones, like the people in the Congo knew about them, but like everywhere that came, there was like there's no, there's nobody yeah. out there because they referred to it as like a man or something. Um, <clears throat> but the best part about bunyips though. Of all the things is the massive amount of descriptions on them. And it also depends on the people Mm -hmm. and the location that it happened. You know, was it a white man from England who was coming hunting them because he heard a story about it? And like those stories were like fairly like ignorant. Yeah. (laughs) The Um, ones that they would take back to like England and shit. Yeah. I I definitely paraphrased all of my quotes. (laughs) Um... (laughs) A lot of these recountings are not taken from the best time. Oh, man. Um, so, like, I have a quote from George Frank Angus, who may have collected a description of a bunyip in his account of a water spirit from the Marundi people of the Murray, it's probably just Murray, Murray River um, before 1847. I think this was what was supposed to be, like, one of the first, like, it, written accounts of it. This is the first verbal account that he writes down. Yeah. They call uh, another one, it, it's 1845, is the very first written one. Okay. So this, this is, like, shortly after that. But uh, he, he was saying that, much dreaded by them, it inhabits the Murray. But they have soft difficulty describing it. It's most... A usual form is said to be that of an enormous starfish. <laughs> the best, the best count. The st- like, imagine Patrick coming out of the water, like, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> oh no, that no, oh, yeah. If he was murderous and he was like actually giant and not a little tiny pink well, starfish, you know, starfish. You know, starfish eat through that little. Sp- Spiky thing in the middle of their butthole. They, they well, they throw their stomach out over what they're and envelop it. Fish are terrifying. <laughs> All fish are terrifying creatures. Yeah, like there's not a single thing about it, fish that's not terrifying. Aliens exist and they're in the deep sea. <laughs> like, and I don't mean spaceships. I mean Ooh. the ones that are like, I don't have a brain, but I have a light sensor and I'll bite you in half. <laughs> you can see through me, and you can see through my organs. <laughs> what am I? <laughs> I saw somebody with like a, they were holding like a, a deep sea, like shrimp or something. I don't know. That was the best description of what it was. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, it looks like rubber, like clear rubber. I can't see any organs in it. How is this thing alive? Yeah, did you catch trash? <laughs> <laughs> um, But they do come in every shape, size, and they're scaly, furry, big, small, skinny, beefy, slimy. Long Some neck. are 12 to 13 feet. Big ears. When standing on all four. No ears. You the, the 12 to 13 feet, like, okay, that's a scary monster. And then it's like is on it, all four. It's like, wait, on its four? Like, a horse is like eight feet long. Yeah. Right? Right? How, so how tall is a horse? How tall are elephants? Because then this is an elephant. <laughs> I don't even think they're that big. Nine feet, 10 feet. Yeah, so this is bigger than an elephant in all fours. Yeah, so there's no way. And then when you're thinking about it, like, I think the main description is it's part bird, part alligator. (laughs) So imagine an alligator that's standing 13 feet tall, staring down at you with its fucking swan face, or no, emu face. 
Yeah, the the very first written description uh, in 1845 said it had a bright chest, an emu-like head, powerful legs, claws, a serrated beak, and laid giant pale blue eggs. And that was from a north, far north Queensland people. Um, I didn't, ca- I didn't, couldn't find like the specific. Is that the name. one that also swims like a frog? They, you know what? Maybe, uh, but their their region actually overlaps with the northernmost region of uh, one of the like extinct terror birds, it's like one of the giant birds that existed after the dinosaur apocalypse. So like really? it, it literally there was giant birds after the dinosaur apocalypse. Yeah, before mammals. I like ruled referring everything. to them as that now. That's yeah, they call them terror birds. Um, and it, it overlaps with like what's ne- what's like cassowary territory. Okay. So like even and then even let's even if it's just a cassowary, if you've never seen a bird like that and you're out hunting, and you you're like I saw the devil today. <laughs> like cassowary are scary. Is that the one with the giant? They're like, like black and blue pink. and oh. like pink or red. I was thinking about like what's the one with the giant? Its beak is like well, massive. It does have a pretty gnarly head, like crown. Well, like, even emu and ostriches, ostriches are dicks. So are emus, I guess. I've been chased by them at, like, zoos and stuff, and, like, they always try and get me. Oh, it does look like a dinosaur. It looks like a dinosaur if a dinosaur was also a turkey. Yeah. Yes. Jerry just showed me a picture of it. That's so funny. Um, But then, like, other good descriptions, like, other good descriptions, other of, like, the bigger descriptions of it is it's got a dog face with dark fur, a horse tail, Flippers and tusks, a duck bill. It's a serrated duck bill. A serrated duck bill, and then sometimes it's even described as being a snake with a beard, which that actually might be my favorite. <laughs> I did not find you that. Can't find and a snake the, with a beard. That's the best. That's that is my new D and D villain. Is this, <laughs> get to the end of the dungeon, snake with a beard. Yo, imagine that. Actually, that'd be the best part of that. Would be like a person who's like, ah, oh, it's just a snake. Oh no, it's got a beard. It's a monster. <laughs> That's how you know. That's the scariest part of the snake. That's how you know he's evil. It's a twelve foot snake. It's got a beard. It's terrifying. So I I found they said about roughly sixty percent of the sightings fit into the swimming dog or seal description category. Yeah. About twenty percent are long neck, small head descriptions, and the other twenty percent is like free for all, batshit crazy. Yeah. They just mix stuff. Yeah. They're like alligator, bear, dog, man. All right, got it. That's the one we saw today. It's it's Mad Libs for monster creation. Well, it's really hard too when you have people who were, let's say, we'll take them for face value. They're trying to make their, you know, I saw this. There was a person named like Stockler. Stock. It's like S T O C Q U E L E R. I'm going to call him Stockler. Okay. Um, he was on an expedition down the oh, so the european but the european ones kind of bastardized it a lot well, and this is kind of like, say a little it's bit kind of like what like, i'm no. like the, the proof of it is he was taking an exposition an expedition down the murray and the goldburn rivers and drawing the animals he saw and sending yeah. them and reports back so this newspaper reports this dude sees um sees this thing it's there's he, he saw six of them. They were some were five feet, some were fifteen feet. Its head was as big as a young oxen, which I googled is five feet in some instances. They're saying like the size of a young oxen. Oh, oh, like head wise, like the horns. Okay, yeah. And then like they're saying its head was that big and five feet out <clears throat> of the water, so the neck was longer. 
That's and then says like all this other stuff, and he actually had to write a second letter back and was like, I didn't say half of that stuff. He was like, I never said how big it was. I never <laughs> said there was five He's of like, them. Make like, them retract that. They are lying. I sent a picture of a crane. Yeah. It, and it's like, uh, he actually didn't send a picture, but he, he then said the truth would come up in his diorama he was making. Did you make a diorama? It was rumored to be 70 different pictures all together. And... Over 1.6 kilometers or a mile long, <laughs> but it has long disappeared and there's and may no longer exist if it ever existed. This diorama, yeah, where he where he depicted a full bunyip that he never saw because the thing in his paper, like article to the newspaper, was like I never described it like that because I never seen the whole thing. Oh, that's awesome! I love monsters where you can't see the whole thing. Yeah. Like the, the, the description of the rock is like one of my favorite ones, but like, it's a bird. You can't see it. I'm like, it's clouds. It's clouds blocking the sun. What yeah. you talk, that's what that like is. a mile long creature. Like, <laughs> like, do you eat today and poop a week from now? Well, I was talking to Jared one time before he didn't like it because he thought it was dumb. But I was like, imagine like there's a giant whale, but like bigger than whales. Like you, like can't, see the, you can't see the whole whale. You're yeah. at its tail and you're like stabbing it. You're like. It's cool. It's going to take an hour to swim back here to get me. <laughs> Imagine a monster so big that like you can't well, attack it. and It's going to take a while for it to retaliate. Well, I mean, think about it. Like a mosquito stabbing into you, right? It's like, it, it don't know what's happening. <laughs> these, are, these are so little. I guess that's true. Yeah. If we were like, we'd be bugs to this monster. That's, <laughs> I don't think I saw that one, that it was so big. You couldn't see the whole thing. Um, I like so many of the descriptions are just seals, though. Mm-hmm. Like when they Whiskers describe and round heads, and <laughs> but no, then then they describe like how uh, it communicates. So like one of the other descriptions I have is like some of the earliest sightings were also where it had countless eyes, like m- more on the monster side of things. Okay. So countless eyes, sharp claws, super fast speed, and it had a hollow boom to communicate. And like what scientists were saying was like that's that's how seals communicate. They make like weird booming barking yeah. type noises. There's actually a bird they end, they call the informal word is the bunyip bird. Yeah, because the sound it makes same sound <laughs> it makes, and it's its mating call. Oh, and then there's the 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 cyclops skull. Was that, it just another animal skull with like a na- so wait the you didn't find cap- anything about that? No. Okay, so like apparently one of the the explorers from like the U- UK or whatever. Um, they, they brought back a skull with them and it was this monstrous cycloptic skull thing. And they claimed it was a bunyip skull. It was a deformed horse or something, but yeah, oh, okay. it was tried, actual, like they, a deformation. Yeah. Um, but this, I think this was the time period where like, um, exploratory taxidermy was a thing. I don't really know what they call it. Oh yeah. Like when you would like jack fun stuff. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I, Wish so hard jackalopes were real and that wasn't just that. But, you know, it's like where they would invent well, furry fish and stuff. Yeah. Well, they have those rabbits that have that disease that gives them have horn growths out their head. Like that's I will real. actively find one of those and keep it. Yeah, that's that real. Would be There's mine. like a disease like certain jackrabbits get and it get, look, makes them look like jackalopes. We discovered a unicorn one time. Um, it was a goat on a farm, but it only had one horn and it was growing out of the middle of its head. What? Yeah. Uh, and you know what? <laughs> Go to corn. The word unicorn only means one horn. That's true. So it doesn't really have to be a certain kind of animal. You're you're opening my mind to unicorn logic. 
<laughs> God killed all the unicorns. It's in the Bible. Um, so many people try and say that's not true, but it's like it's in the King James Bible. God killed all the unicorns. Just ignore all the ones where it says it's ox. It was unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> to every animal except unicorns. No, he like it was a bloodbath. He murdered all of them. Wait, like, actively geez. went after them. Um, this it's funny. It's like, I can't stand the fact that there's this book that you're supposed to believe everything in. And then there's different varieties of it because how does that work? You have to believe every word, but not that version. My version, unicorns aren't real, but like, but they're in that version. You just told me I had to believe every word in that book. So unicorns are real and God killed them. He's a bad person. (laughs) (laughs) I use that argument (laughs) That's that's gonna Children. be that's going to be the uh, the title of your TED talk. <laughs> yeah. Unicorns are real and God killed them. <laughs> oh please! Yes, that's gonna be my one man show. Um, there's gonna be like a thirty minute segment where you just stand and stare at the crowd and make that sh- like what's next face. <sighs> that's not what that face was for. That yeah. was just my stop talking to me face. Yeah, it's also true. <laughs> it has multi- I only has, did it when I did when it managed to stop giving me directions. It has multi-use. It worked every single time, at least on mic. Um, so they're ba- like, based off how many descriptions there are, I don't think that it would be out of the realm of possibilities that it is a shape-shifting monster. Yeah. If it's real, it would make sense that it would change its forms instead of there being like a hundred thousand descriptions where it's literally like remember like when you're a kid and you get those like books and it would be like monster pieces or whatever, like sticker books or something. You could like mix it up yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. It's basically that in monster form. (laughs) They, um, it's a paper doll. Yeah. It would make sense too. Uh, because there's older stories where they kill people who are like overfishing or like not doing certain things right around the water. That's right. I forgot. They're like like a river protector, right? It would kind of make it make more sense if they like adapted to what if their form is whatever part they're in, right? Like what if it needs to be more watery? What if, I mean, well, they're all watery, but like, what if you need stronger arms? What if this one needs a longer neck? Like, I would like, depending on what type of like, like build a bunyip workshop. Yeah. (laughs) Like he's like the bunyip gets there. He's like, man, I'm not to swim hard here. Or, man, this water's really deep. I need to be able to see good. I need paddle feet instead of claw feet. Because, like, does it have flippers or does it have claws? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> the answer's just sometimes. If it has flippers, how does it stand on all fours and be 13 feet tall? Yeah. Uh, how does it swim like a frog with flippers? Do you know my favorite thing that's rumored is? What? The bunyip lays its eggs in platypuses' nests. <laughs> that What's that bird that does that? Robins. They're literally like the the platypus version. <laughs> I think that platypus mom is like this kid is ugly. I feel <laughs> I feel like that would be like kind of messed up considering how giant this is. Its eggs are probably pretty big. Well, and it also so that could platypus have... comes over is like why is this four foot tall egg crushing my eggs? Yeah. It also said it could have tusks. What a platypus baby's gonna come out with tusks? They're like that's not right. No platypus mom's just like, I I guess. Here's my milk. Fucking platypuses are a monster. I don't care, man. It's a mammal thing that lays. Nobody eggs. thought it's it was real. Bird. Nobody thought it was just another Australian thing. Nobody thought it was real. They're venomous. Yeah. <laughs> and they're not venomous. They have bacteria no. or no, something. No, no, no. No, it's venom. The male platypus has a barb uh, on each back foot that they use in mating disputes. With a venom so strong, morphine cannot counteract it. And you just literally have to just ride it out. 
Nice. That's nice. Yeah. That's sweet. I wasn't sure if it was like that or if it was like uh, Komodo dragons where everyone's like, Komodo dragons are venomous. And it's like, no, they're just disgusting. That's actually also recently found not true. What? It's they, not bacteria? They yep, do have venom? Yep, but they do not have a venom injection system. The venom seeps down into their saliva. So it is in their spit still. Yes. It's just not bacteria. Mm-hmm. Man, it was so much butter, better, so much butter. It was so much better thinking that they there was like a, a lizard that would bite you that's just so disgusting. Like a trash mouth. Yeah. It made sense. They eat dead, rotten things. Yeah, I feel like there was a lot of animal like like corrections recently. <laughs> There's just like that's just history. Man. Yeah, that's why science is fake. <laughs> yeah, if you if you learn a thing and then you learn another thing, I don't know what's real. Whole anymore. thing is fake. Whole thing is fake. Um, so yeah, bunyips would eat children. Yeah, near water's edges. I just wanted to like abruptly add that in there because I thought it was funny. Um, but then I, the, I wrote down with that. I was like, yeah, which is basically the story of Kelpies and, or just crocodiles. Yeah. <laughs> this is a place with lots of crocodiles. There's, there's a man from there that was called the crocodile hunter. That's true. You can't name people after an animal if there's not a plethora of them. Be like going to Florida and be like, there's no alligator man. There's gotta be an alligator man. I almost guarantee you there is a company. Well, wasn't in, that guy who tried to rob that store with an alligator? He was alligator man. He could be, but I'm, 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 I bet you that there's someone that specializes in getting alligators out of your pole, and his company is called Alligator Man. Right. And if there's not, I'm going to Florida. and I'm starting Alligator Man, and I'm just gonna be like, yeah, just all, all I do is get alligators out of your pole. That's my only job. If you don't have a pool, we don't get it. <laughs> be like, oh, it's in my yard. Be like, it's got to be in a pool, man. <laughs> Can you chase it into the pool? <laughs> chase it in your neighbor's pool, maybe. Um, it's oh, oh wait, did you see the part where, even though it's mostly to keep things away from the water, it uh, sometimes will go into a village just to eat women and children. Oh, just women and children. Oh. It'll just wander into a village and eat the women and children there. They taste I, better. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't. So like, it's funny because it's like it has a, a meaning in the first part. Like everybody, every culture ever has a story of a monster that lives in a place where they're like, don't fucking do that because, and then when the kids are like, because what they're like, bunyip will eat you. <laughs> um, like for us, it's like the woods. Cause that's, we don't live near oceans and rivers and yeah. shit, but like we always had woods monsters, but like if you're near a bunch of water, it's going to be water monsters. Um, so did you find the origin story on it about how the bunyip became the bunyip? No. Really? Okay, so one legend says that a man named Bunyip broke the rainbow serpent's greatest law by eating his totem animal, which I don't know what that means. I never really knew that. I wonder if it's similar to like Native Americans. I'm assuming probably similar. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was banished by the good spirit Biami. I almost said Bambi, but there's not another B. It's just B-I-A-M-I. Um, and because of that, the man became an evil spirit that lured tribesmen and their livestock into the water so he could eat all of them. Oh, that's not nice. Yeah. Um, whoa. I just realized that things were written down even before that, because at least according to my notes, European explorers discovered bones in 1818 that they wrote about. Um, James Meehan found enormous bones in Lake Bathurst in New South Wales said to be similar to a manatee or a hippo. That's the other thing is 
similar to dragons, a lot of them say that it could just be fossils that were found that people had to explain. Yeah. Cause like, I actually have a lot of notes on that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's awesome. Because I just, I just know that's how dragons came to be, which I still don't understand. Cause like, are there really just fossils that are like not buried? Cause well, we're, sometimes we're medieval they... people really digging and shit. No, but like cliff, I that cliff they... faces could have them in like, okay. right. Especially like if they're, and that would make sense. You see like yeah. a giant monster skull inside of a cliff. You're like, Oh, it or there's be... like a rock slide and then some shit comes out. Yeah. Like, yeah. But like, that's where dragons came from. So like, I'm like, that makes sense that a super giant mm-hmm. monster would be the same. I heard, I know why you have it. Cause you've, <laughs> I heard an, uh, a, like a video essay about dragons that mentioned another thing. Like, yeah, every culture right around the world has some sort of dragon. Every culture has dinosaurs. They, besides the fact that Asian dragons don't breathe fire unless they're evil spirits, because all of the good dragons didn't really have like breath weapons <laughs> D and D terms. Um, dragons combined everything primitive humans are afraid of flying creatures, clawed creatures, fanged creatures, snakes. scaled creatures and fire and, and snakes. Well, At least the scaled, Japanese one, scaled like creatures. Oriental one, yeah. Yeah. Not Oriental. What's the right word? You're not supposed to say that word no more. Oriental is an object. Yeah. An object from the Orient can be Oriental, I believe, but not a person. Not a person. Are dragons people? I think sometimes, right? Yeah. Right. Mushu. Yeah. He was just one of her spirit guides. What's your problem, Jared? I mean, dragons talk. Mushu is the only dragon that I care about. I was going to say it's literally (laughs) the only one you can reference. I say if they talk, they're a people. They're a people. They talk. If and you they met talk a deer that could talk, right? It wouldn't be right. If you met a deer that could talk, you fucking leave. That's a skinwalker. Yeah, I'd be like, bro, it's almost <laughs> hunting season. You should go. Yeah, and then it stares you down. You'd be like, I'm gonna go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, did you ever see in Adventure Time when he takes the his hands off and his he takes his hooves off and he has fingers underneath? Who does that? It's a deer in Adventure Time. That's a skinwalker. <laughs> Just a skinwalker. Everything's a skinwalker. I'm going to name this podcast that soon because every time I look up a monster, I'm just like, that's not real. But you know what is? Skinwalkers. And a skinwalker could do that. <laughs> My daughter sent me a TikTok. She's terrified of skinwalkers. I still don't know where it came from, but yeah. she is. And it's it's because of the whole fun thing we're going through right now with the start of possibly World War Three or whatever. And it was a, a video of a person standing there and it was like, man in Russia, US drops a deer from the sky. And it's like, well, what is that? Why is it getting up on two legs? And it's like, it's a skinwalker. So weird. That would be horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> to use as a weapon. Yeah, I don't want any animal that can have regular people hands. I think it's physically hands. impossible to use them. Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to transport it without its consent. Without it killing everyone. So, uh, paleontologist Pat Vickers Wright, Rich, and geolo- geologist Neil Archibald suggest that a lot of these stories come from uh, aboriginals finding bones of extinct yeah. animals, um, or even like tribal story memory of living alongside of them. The Pleistocene era only ended 12,000 years ago. That's true. Like, if you still were putting down oral history, you're like, yo, yeah. my granddad used to ride this giant bear monster yeah. thing. And it would account for all of the, like, the whisper down the alley effect of the the, the thing changing. Well, it does describe at least one version of them. Then you have super tall dog-like yeah. monster. Well, so these these four things actually existed on the Australian continent yeah. during the Pleistocene. I remember era. seeing the pictures and I was like that could that could work. There's a a diprotodon, which was a giant wombat. The the skull their skulls ranged from 65 centimeters to so 25 inches, so like 2 feet to What's a wombat? 
That's like a kangaroo, right? Mm, it, it's like a, a, Isn't a little Rocco squat. Isn't Rocco from Rocco's Modern Life? He's a wallaby. Okay, okay. Then I'm a wombat's like a squat little... It, 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 looks, like a, it looks like a bear pig. Yeah. And they have a cartilage-lined ass. And they hide in their burrow, and they stick their cartilage butt on the door, and they can't... They can't get a grip on it. Like, even if they were bit there, it doesn't really hurt that much. And they literally use their ass to block the door. And if something forces its way into the den, they smash its head up against the roof with their ass. I thought... That's a wombat. I No, I, I after I said my stupid thing, because I had mixed up wallaby and wombat, yeah. I remembered what they look like. One, that's still giant. Yeah, they're huge. There was bigger than that. Yeah. No, when you started to describe... If something does get into its yeah. cave, I'm like, you mean it's butthole? It's in its butthole. Like, if it's fucking. Well, it's like if it if it like forces its way into like, its butthole. Well, no, like around its ass, <laughs> not through its ass. <laughs> so there's another one called a zygo maturus. That's fun. They said uh, estimates put it around 500 to 700 kilograms, which is 1,100 to 1,500 pounds. Um, and it was similar to a pygmy hippo in build. So it was like a squat, strong limbed, low, low, like tiny hippo. Um, what's the word? Center of gravity hippo. <laughs> there was a nototherium again, about 500 kilos, 1100 pounds larger than the diprotodon, uh, and actually even closer related to modern day wombats. Nice. Um, and then the last one was the, uh, and that was kind of like, they called it a marsupial tapir. It had almost like one of those long hanging noses from the, with the way the skull looks. They, yeah. It's indicative of that kind of thing. Um, short, powerful limbs with front claws like a koala. And its lower jaw shows that it would have had a protruding tongue like a giraffe. Okay, that's And it. those, I, though. I call that, that's the one. Those ones were about five feet long. I call that one. Even though it's too small. Compared to some of the stories. I mean, it could be in a bit of, could have been a baby. Not starfish enough. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Not starfish enough at all. Um, there's like two things that I have to that though. Like one, paleontology was a thing at this time. Yeah. You would think that some one would be like, oh, cool. You it found was weird, very you, more rudimentary, like much more it rudimentary. Was, but, but you would think that some of the science would be like, no, that's like not a monster that just died. That's like this thing that was like alive once. Um, and then two... That was a very not scientific time of our history. I mean, yeah. it was a little bit, but not enough. And a lot of the world was a lot less explored. Who's to say that some of those things were in st- extinct, but not still like extinct gets thrown on animals that they're still small. Oh yeah. Yeah. Groups <clears throat> of the coelacanth was listed as extinct for a long time. And that fish popped up. So and who's then- to say there wasn't small colonies of one of those actually terrorizing yeah. people. And that tape, the marsupial tapir being the smallest of them could have survived the longest. And it could have been more aggressive being limited in numbers. So it's going to be fighting for food and resources more. So, you know, you come near the water and that thing's there and it's like, I don't know what you are. You don't know what I am. I'm going to kill that. Yeah. It could also explain why it would go into town and eat women and children. (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely, you pissed it off. Yeah. Well, I mean, also like if you're... If, if they're like hunter-gatherer type tribes and the women and children would be at home in the village or like gathering 
and the man would be out hunting. So it would make sense that they'd be like, oh, no, it went after women and children. Be like, no, it went after who was there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like, if you would have had a dude doing laundry, it would have got him too. Yeah, like if this was year one, like Michael Cera would be dead. <laughs> True. Uh, I just watched that movie not that long Me too, ago. actually. The I, movie is the weirdest timeline. <laughs> yeah, I watched it with my Swedish friend. <laughs> was it like that's not that's not how that happened? They um, that what's it like? It's like um, not that ten thousand BC wasn't a parody of itself. Um, kind of. It was like a parody of that movie. <laughs> it was a parody of a parody. Yeah. Well, it was like how do we make a Mel Brooks movie slightly worse but a little less offensive? You mean Mel Gibson? Mel Brooks. <laughs> No, I just meant uh, in inaccurate historical movies. Well, Passion of the Christ, hundred percent accurate, hundred percent. That movie gave me a boner when they were whipping chunks out of that dude. Oh, that's weird. Uh, it's just my hatred of religion. I was like, "Yeah, get him!" And everybody else in the audience was not excited. I was like, "This is the best part you of the said movie." That in the theater? Oh my god! Oh no, but I wish I did. Oh, that would have been great. Like he whipped, like because. I watched that movie. Yeah. Like, chunks come. I don't think I watched it in theater. I wouldn't have gone to see yeah. that. In I want to say I thought we worked at Blockbuster when it came on. Yeah, the I think I rented it. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> that would have been the best. <laughs> he just gets chunks flying. Like, get him. You're the only person in the room excited for that. <laughs> Terrible. Um, so, yeah, that was the last thing I had was about the marsupials. But you, you know entirely way too much about their buttholes. So, I like... I. No. You know what? It also had superpowers. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, we can't, I was going to say we, we forgot we all to, the superpowers. I was saving them for the end on purpose because they kind of just sprinkle them into the story. Like, oh yeah, you're not afraid yet. Fucking magic. I I got all the superpower things. I think from a list that was like twenty things you don't know about the bun yet. And I was like, cool, because this wasn't on any of the other things that I read. And it was literally their superpowers are the best. One, they can alter water levels. <laughs> Okay. Which goes into your thing like, oh, it just changes whatever it can be for the water. But like in this one, no, it, it, it changes water. water to whatever it wants to be. It can cripple its victims with a roar. Oh, geez. That's like a Pokemon move. Like, <laughs> but is it like, like it hurts them? Like it's is a it shock crippled wave? with fear? Or yeah, like this is like, ah, I'm so scared. Do you like shit and piss at the same time and your legs just stop working? You're like, no. And then it can hypnotize humans, hypnotize humans. Does it have to look into my eyes like Dracula? I don't know, but it makes him its slave. Yo, that this thing is one fourth Dracula. <laughs> That's. <sighs> oh, and then I, I have a note after that, because this was from the list. I put the list of 20 things you don't know at the yeah, end, yeah, yeah. but you mentioned it was that it was possibly a creature sent to protect wildlife and punish people that can make evil acts. Listen, man, you don't. It's there to protect the water. You don't fuck with super. That's like a supernatural cop. You don't. You don't fuck with him. He just shows up. He's like, you breaking. You breaking nature laws. You know, there's a lot of things I want it to be, but part of me really wishes it is just a walrus. <laughs> Did you see the picture? Because that'd like be a so furry, weird. Big eared, big tusked. Like it looks like it literally looks like it has a walrus's mustache in the one old timey picture. Some of them. The one that I saw mostly was the one where it looks like a giant bear. But well, then like, the other it looks one like that a, I saw, like a bear otter. <laughs> And the other one that I saw was the one where it looks like it's a weird anteater that's really depressed. I think that's like one of the main images that pops up. The one with like the droopy, sad nose and the giant eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one where he's got a man in his mouth. That's the big bear oh, that's one. The bear that's one? the bear one? That's the bear eye. I thought, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> 
That's the most realistic depiction of it. That, with less cartoon. That's true. It literally it doesn't even look evil. It just looks like it is. Yeah, it's just like that's not an evil monster. That's just that's what that would do if that was real. Yeah, it would like oh I'm gonna actually thinking about it that picture looks a lot like um one of those giant old mammals. Yeah, the, a lot the, more than like a, a monster. It the looks diprotodon. More, yeah. What are you What are you looking at? It looks like you're about to show me something, but you're not. Maybe. It's not, it not loading. Yeah, it's not loading. <laughs> yes, actually, that's a colored version, but that is that is the picture. That's that's the sea devil. You can see the blurry that's version the here. Sea devil. So they recreated it, but yeah, that version has like big ears and a mustache and, and walrus tusks. That's a Doctor Seuss monster. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's but that's the that's picture the, that makes me think it could be a walrus. Too, that's the though. Lorax. <laughs> that's the Lorax's older brother. He's got to fight. He doesn't you. protect the trees. He protects all of the ocean. Oh, man. Anyway, so yeah, bunyips, probably skinwalkers. I'm just going to, I'm just going to say that now. That's my final conclusion. I was going to say, you want to know what I learned about bunyips? I'm never going to disrespect the ocean or the river in Australia. <laughs> you can't disrespect any. I feel like I have explained to Jared that if you ever wanted to live a real life RPG, there's like two places you can go. And actually live exactly like any RPG video game. You just take some some armor and some some basic old school weapons like swords and shit. And you go to like the middle of Africa or Australia away from where the people are. That's a video game. That's I mean, a real life video game that you won't win. There's plenty. I get what you're saying. There's plenty of places, right? Like even in like Africa, that's just like a town. But you're saying like. Find somewhere like the rainforest. Yeah. Find somewhere where like I'm talking about like the desert where like the only thing that you see living or yeah, like, like lion the, yeah, like the middle of, though that's well lions don't live in the desert, they live in the savannah, but Shush. that's a desert. Um, the savannah desert. No, it's not. That's a Sahara desert. You know what? S's in desert should all be all places that are desert should have S's. That's why I'm gonna go to Antarctica. Santarctica. 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 The world's biggest desert, Santarctica. Um, uh, what's the word for Antarctica? Is a desert That's by why definition. Yeah, yeah. But is. I had to put an S on it. Yeah, because it's not full of sand. <laughs> I didn't say sand. I, I said know. Antarctica with the S at the beginning. At first, I made it really I didn't Christmassy. Say Sandartica. I, I said, said Saint. Santarctica. Santarctica. We lost the thread on that one. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Kyle. I'm Matt still. And this is the Darkroom Podcast. Um, Why are you so sad? Because <laughs> it's over. Anyway, you can find the Darkroom Podcast on rumrunnerspodcastnetwork.com backslash darkrum. Or you can find all of the other podcasts that we have on the Rum Runners Podcast Network on the rumrunnerspodcastnetwork.com. You can find our, actually join our Facebook group because we have people that we need to join our Facebook group because I don't know why, but Facebook or something. Anyway, that's Rumorous Podcast Network. Everything is Rumorous Podcast Network for the most part, except for the things that aren't, which are Dark Rum at Twitter and Instagram. Um, No, it's the Dark Rum Podcast at Twitter and Instagram. That's the thing. Why didn't you tell me that? Why didn't you tell me that? Because I still need Jared to write them all down for if me. If you have any scary stories you want to tell us, ghost stories, monster stories, whatever, we want to hear them. Send that to darkrumstories at gmail.com if I remember the password to that because I recently forgot. Um, I can still get into it. I just was trying to do something else with it, and I was like, I don't know what this is. 
<laughs> and I switched phones. Um, you can also find things and stuff all over the internet. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>